My musical background basically was um, my mum and dad. They gave me a deck when I was three years old and it was a big wooden thing. You'd open it up and it would have lever, it would like, fall down. And they gave me all these piles of seven inch records. Yeah, it was thrown at me at an early age. And um, when I was 14, I was lucky to get a pair of decks. And I was still at school, all my friends would come back at lunchtime, they'd have a cheeky cigarette, eat like chip butty, and like I'd be cutting up a bit of Curtis Blow and you know, party time and whatever, you know, just two of the same as well. It would all be two of the same. But the electro thing as well, cutting and scratching, got me into the DJ and by 16 I was DJing in clubs. I've been writing loads of different things, you know, over the years. When I left Underworld, I've done quite a few things. And one of the projects was working on something which was going to be a bit more left field. I was working, well, talking to Renard from RNS. And uh, he said, no, you should cut up with uh, Andy, CRA. Uh, so me and him started doing a project together when we wrote about nine, ten tracks. And I said, well, let's call it White Lamp. And then that sort of just stopped for a little while. And then I hooked up through my old management um, with a guy called Pete, Pete Joseph, who had the most amazing voice. Um, and so basically that became the White Lamp. So I kept it really hush-hush, especially the first single, Come Out on Future Boogie. Um, and that done really well, you know, we had uh, Ron Bass Jam mix on it. Uh, and that's done really well, he's done a great mix. You know, when I met Underworld, they were more like a, a rocky sort of 80s band. When they done electronics as well, they done a band called Fur, but then they went a bit guitar. I don't know, it was a bit weird. When I heard it, I was like, oh, I don't know if I like that. But then we worked together, and the fusion of me and Rick with my dance beats and my knowledge of what we were doing in the late 80s, early 90s, sort of um, worked. I just remember me and Rick going, it's a bit cheesy, but it's quite funny. Because we were so like techno then, you know? It was like, but, um, but then of course Danny picked up on it, Danny Boyle, and uh, through one of his editors that was listening to Dub No Bass with my headman quite a lot. And that's how Danny picked up on Underworld, just for one of the guys working on the in the editing suite. We'd done a party the other night, which was the White Night Party, with me, Kaiser Disco, and Funk Agenda, and it was amazing. Yeah, I had a great time. Um, absolutely rammed, rocking. Couldn't, you know, ask for anything else. Fantastic. I've been going there since I was 17, 18, and I've seen it from Alfredo rocking Amnesia to playing Hill Street Blues at the end of the night, mixed up with Grace Jones, and pump up the jam. But now, it's, it just seems a bit more money. It's full on now, but there's more clubs. You've got Ushuaia, you've got Space still rocking it. And the, all these clubs are really good in their own little way. For me, I'm a bit of a Balearic kid still. I've still got that. That's why I wanted to work with a, a band that made good, like, guitar music as well, like Andy Weatherall and Paul Oakenfold were doing. You know, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to produce things that weren't just like, even though I love Acid House as well, I still wanted to, I love music and I wanted to try and do a bit of everything and that's why I wanted to work with Rick and Cole.